your turn to... Oh, is it for me? Consider yourself fired. Why are you winking at me? Consider yourself fired. Hello, and welcome to the JT and Drew Show. I'm JT. And I'm Drew. And we're two nobodies talking about nothing. Nothing. Consider yourself fired. Hey, bud. Hey. How's it going? Man, it is... uh... I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a weird place, right? Like sometimes time is flying by, but at the same time, I feel like some of the days are just really dragging. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And I think today was like that. It sure was, man. I tell you what, I, f- I felt like the work day was just just not gonna end. <laughs> but it went by fast. So. Yeah. Eventually, it did. Yeah. Well, good, good. All right. Well, um, I do have to say that um, you and I had a lovely conversation just a few moments ago. Um, we sure did. And we didn't get any of that audio. We sure didn't. So I, um, I believe they have a word for that in the uh, the biz. Uh-huh. That's short for business. Um, oh. <clears throat> yeah, I believe the word is... Uh, Amateur. Um, yeah, I, um, I think they like to use that in comedy shows as amateur hour. Yes, yes, amateur hour. Uh, also known to the younger folk or the the kids, as it were, um, party foul. Ooh, you know, I got, I got to learn something new every day. Man, stay off my grass. Oh, turtle. <laughs> yes, old turtle. I don't yeah, definitely. I don't know why that's still funny, but it is. It it is. So it is definitely. But um, but yeah. So I I know we've been talking over the past few days, coming up with ideas, new topics, and I mean it's really not hard to to find something every day. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the stuff is repetitive, but. It seems like there's something going on every single day out in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And uh, well, it's uh, it's it's hard to find something that's not uh, having to to do with the country, uh, with the United States right now. So that's not hard. But finding other topics, uh, it seems to be a little. Uh, you've got to dig a little bit to find them. I wouldn't say hard. You just got to dig a little bit. True. Yeah, you got to dig. So, and speaking of digging, yeah, I heard, and, and I could be wrong, but I heard that that's actually, um, well, maybe not digging, but that's it's a technique, if you will, to try to contain fires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Like make a, a perimeter. Yeah, make a perimeter of sorts. Yeah. Um. To try and uh, keep the fire from from spreading underneath the ground and getting through the roots and all that. Yeah. yeah why? Why did you, you guys, bring that up? Well, I was trying to remember. It's been hot out here, but I was trying to remember. It was especially hot a few weeks ago, uh, and there was a, a a wildfire that actually wasn't that far from you. Oh yeah. How could I forget? I think, uh, I think it burned a little over eleven thousand acres. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, big for our area sure and but it wasn't it's not the biggest you know that's occurred right you know we have no (laughs) nowhere to to put um 
uh, we have no voice really to say that, oh my gosh, we were in um, one of the biggest fires uh, of the year. I think um, there was one that was north, like way north of us, uh, just around like where the Panhandle, the Red River kind of kind of start making the in the top yeah. of Texas where it's kind of wavy in between Oklahoma mm-hmm. and Texas. There was one out there that was even bigger around the same yeah, time. that's crazy. Yeah, but we've got nothing compared to California and Colorado. Oh, yeah. yeah. No joke. Oh, and... It seems like every year there's wildfires in California. Yeah, you know, and... Uh, so so it's funny you bring that up so i was i was researching you know prior to the show um sure but i was researching like you know what's what's getting all of these uh these wildfires you know who's doing them is it is it people that are kind of like oh hey let's go out camping let's do a barbecue let's do a smoke out let's do whatever and they just kind of lose track or not really creating a fire pit like a like a actual fire pit, um, right? Folks that didn't necessarily pay attention to Smokey the Bear growing yeah, up, yeah, or uh, don't pay attention to Les Strauss. Um, hopefully, I don't get sued for using his name, but um, Les Strauss is really good. <laughs> uh, he is, if you don't know who he is, he is a uh, uh, he's the survivor guy. Is who he is. He's from Canada, and he shows he's written many books, and he'll show you how to properly make. A uh, fire pit for oh, that's like cool. survival situations if you're out in the wilderness and when are out in the bush, uh, like they like to call it. Uh, but it's really interesting, a really interesting read. All of his books are, and yeah. um, uh, but I was I was kind of mm-hmm. researching some of this stuff, like what's causing all this, and and I was kind of right in my uh, research. Um, when it came to like what causes these wildfires, natural fires, um, uh, but what I came across was uh, anywhere. So it depends on where you look, because every website's got something a little different. And some of them say, you know, as little. Well, I say as little uh, uh, as low as seventy-six uh, percent of all wildfires are created by a man-made something right um or it's up to about 90 percent again it just depends on where you look i was doing all this research and uh fire pits are one of them uh tailgates uh camping and you know stuff like that but also which was really interesting was people who are putting out cigarettes you know just like the cigarette butt throw it on the highway oh yeah Yep. And that'll cause like a little grass fire and then that grass fire grows and and uh, that'll create a wildfire. I'm not 100% on what caused the one that was out here, but... Um, well, there, there's an interesting um, statistic I found <clears throat> through the... Um, oh, it's through the uh, Texas A&M Forest Service. Okay. And... What I found interesting was uh, as I read it, I was like, oh, wow, this is this is spot on. Um, It says no part of Texas is immune to wildfire. Statistics show 80 percent of wildfires occur within two miles of a community. Okay, yeah. And I thought that was pretty unique because I know some of the folks that we work with, 
live or lived they live uh, or where they live is about three miles the fire got within about three miles of where their homes were oh my goodness yes yeah <clears throat> and i mean i thought where i was you know further away from that uh you know it was hot there was a little bit of ash in the air and whatnot um but i mean i could only imagine being that much closer to it having all that extra heat and like having to figure out what are we going to do are we going to go are we packing up are we taking all the kids or just some of the kids or, <laughs> you know yeah fend for yourselves yeah yeah because like you you mentioned something interesting when you said you know it could start as a little brush fire and then it can spread and i know what we faced out here was the issue of the fire spreading but we also had very high winds at the time yes we did i was going to bring that up yes the winds were just insane i think we were getting gusts up to 55 miles an hour oh wow yeah in that particular area where the fire was there's um we call them mountains here they're not really mountains they're like plateaus um but there's little anthills yeah there's a lot of them in that area where it started and um when you get into when the wind gets into that area it'll push it even faster Oh, yeah. So, and, you know, hands down praise to all the firefighters and volunteers that were out there just yeah, absolutely. fighting the fires. Um, I'm hoping, and I, I was trying to do research on the local ones, and there wasn't, um, there wasn't a, a whole lot of aftermath news reports or whatnot. But yeah, I, I think they're still <clears throat> investigating. I think so. But I really hope nobody lost their lives. Yeah. So that's uh, that's the. I hope everybody was safe when they were fighting that, and can't thank them enough for uh, putting out the fire. But I think I don't even think it got in. I don't even think it got ten miles from us. You know, it. So it was. Yeah. There's a town where it was. There's a town that's about ten miles from me, and I think it just got like three miles outside of that town. Yeah. So and. Uh, they were they were evacuating parts of that town, which was great, but then there was um, news reports as it was happening that the sheriff's department and whatnot were stretched thin, right? They, they couldn't go get everybody, and so they were then making notifications via Facebook. Hey, if you're in this area, you need to evacuate, or if you're in this area, you seem to be fine. And so right. and it's unfortunate. I think they were doing like hourly updates. Yeah, but it's, you know, thinking of that, the older generation, right? The generation, a couple generations before us aren't very tech savvy. And a lot of them sure. don't have social media. So how are they going to get the message? Yeah. And I worried about that. So, but luckily nothing happened. Uh, everyone was very vigilant. Uh, you could see the planes flying over, dumping the water or dumping the that uh, fire yeah. fire repellent <clears throat> chemical out of the planes and then they'd fly back and go get more when we had so many on top of the local fire departments we had so many volunteer fire departments and volunteers from other cities and um, I mean I know of some folks from the Metroplex that went out to help fight the fires and you know it was a, a pretty cool thing to see and to learn about you know that all these people were coming together um to to tackle this yeah yeah well i mean you had some experience not with this one 
but with a previous one. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You were telling me about that. That was before I got here. Yeah, I think it was in uh, either like 2010, 2011. I can't remember exactly. But one of the uh, nearby lake communities, and I say nearby, probably an hour-ish, hour and a half away. Okay. Um, was having some wildfire issues in their, like, campgrounds and trails and all that. And it was just spreading and spreading and spreading. And the base near us, I don't know how they worked it out, but they had a um, a group or a couple different groups, units, whatever, of uh, National Guard and Reserve from California that flew their uh, special C-130s. I say they're special. They were equipped to drop water. The You're talking about the C-130s that have the bladder in them? Yeah. Yeah. So they would fill up wherever they would fill up and then they would fly over to that community and they would just keep making those trips back and forth all day. We had them here for I want to say at least a couple weeks. Okay. So we had received them here um at the base out here and we ran a reception line and got them lodging and you know set them up so that all these air crews could do what what they were here to do. And it was really neat. Uh, again, kind of uh, seeing how those resources were able to come together to to tackle that. Okay, I bet it was. You know, I I wish I was a part of it, but I was uh, at that time uh, was not in country. So, because uh, that was right around the time um, that huge uh, tornado. This is completely off subject, but that huge tornado went through Joplin, Missouri. Oh, okay. yeah, twenty. 2011 um so uh joplin missouri got just basically flattened by this e5 tornado yeah it was it was a bad year it was a bad year so yeah that doesn't sound doesn't sound too good no no there were a couple guys out there with me who had family in that area and uh i think one of them actually lost his so oh man i'm sorry well you know and um, we got him out and he went back home and, you know, that was the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but speaking of, you know, staying on topic of fires, right? And so y- you kind of want to always watch your surroundings, what's going on. And like, I live out here, not in the country, but ki- I mean, I live outside city limits. And uh, there's a lot of people that still burn trash. And oh, yeah. so growing up, I remember people burning trash uh, outside city limits. And then uh, I know the county that I was from uh, banned it. You couldn't do it anymore. But people still did it. So, oh. But out here it's not banned. The only time you can't do it is like if there's a fire warning or a fire band or, or you know uh, high winds or something like that. But... Uh, watching these people do it, you can really tell that, hey, if you're not careful, if you don't, you know, if you don't dig a, dig a trench or, or dig a pit and throw your stuff in and just make sure that nothing around it is flammable or uh, it can easily catch on fire, then it's, it's easy to for that fire to get away because some of these flames are taller than the house, you know. Oh, yeah. It doesn't take much. I remember, uh, uh, what was it? I think it was last year. <clears throat> or maybe it was January. 
I, I don't remember exactly. One of the fireworks um, we had taken, and we were doing fireworks off at your house. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that it was, was a windy, last year. It was a windy night. Yeah. Yeah, last year it it was windy and whatnot, but. I thought, you know, we're being pretty safe and we were on the gravel and, you know, we were pointing him in the right direction and taking all the precautions that we could. Well, I remember one that we lit. It didn't go up or anything, but it was it was a ground one, but it flew, I don't know, from the ground just a few feet up and the wind caught it. Yeah. And boom, landed in the brush. Yeah. Or in the grass. And I mean, it didn't take but a half a second for it to, oh, hey, we're on fire. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, you know, um, it's unfortunate. I don't have a spigot out front. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we could have prevented it with buckets of water just in case. And, you know, you, you learn. Right. You learn as you go. But, yeah, we caught the front of my, uh, just outside my flower bed uh, on fire. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. I know the I know the girls were scared, but. I was out there in my Crocs just putting it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody got a pee? Uh, I think it's time to pee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do it the old way. But um, yeah. how do you prepare for that? Like, how would then? And then I'm going back to what I was trying to get to in the first plot. But how? What would be the best plan of action to just say you couldn't get out? What do you do as a homeowner? Yeah, that's a great question. <clears throat> that's a great question well i think for all homeowners well homeowners apartment whatever mm-hmm. i think it's always great to have a plan uh get with your family have a plan i'm sure you know the fire department or what have you would recommend that you practice your plan your fire drills all that kind of thing but at least have your family on the same page you know hey if this happens we're gonna go we have an exit point here we have an exit point there we have a plan a we have a plan b that way it's not just utter chaos. Right. You know, that chaos is happening, but you kind of have some organization and, okay, we're, we're going through this. Uh, I think a lot of times where people mess up is they don't have a plan and they panic. Yes. And when you're in that panic mode, you know, you can be real forgetful. You can kind of freeze in your tracks. And time is, is a very valuable thing in these situations. In emergency situations, yes, time is, it can either be your best friend or it can be your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, give like give a scenario, like say you have, you know, f- you're living on a pretty big lot of land, forty acres. Let's just give you forty acres, and you live on the backside of it, and you have uh, just a dirt road that leads you out to the main road. But if it's the front part of your property that's on fire, how do you get out of it? Do you just risk it, get in your vehicle, and just get to the main? road with everything's on fire around you or do you have another escape plan do you have another route yeah or or even do you have uh the tools the supplies to try to put it out yes you know like you had mentioned a garden hose or maybe water isn't right for this type of fire you know and i mean you could get all in the weeds later but you know different fires require different um, ways to be put out mm-hmm. if it's a chemical or electrical or grease whatever yeah. grease yeah yeah how do you how do you properly put that out and yeah. um, do you have a fire extinguisher do you have whatever you need yeah you know and i was talking to somebody about this like what would be the best plan 
And they said, well, if I had that, because I gave that scenario, 40 acres, front part of your property is on fire, how do you get out? They said, well, if I had 40 acres, obviously, I'm going to have a storm shelter. And I and they said, um, I would probably just get in the storm shelter and uh, just wait it out. And suffocate. And I got to thinking, yeah, well, I mean, what does fire need to to live? Well, you need a spark, you need fuel, and you need air. Yeah, and if, you need that oxygen. If you are contained <clears throat> in an underground container, that oxygen's going to get ripped right out of there. Yep. I don't know if that's the best solution. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But... Um, I would not think so. But, I mean, I guess, I don't know, if you couldn't get away and you were isolated and you couldn't contact the authorities and you had to wait till this thing maybe died or something, I mean, I guess you're just slowing your own death. I, I don't know. Maybe you have oxygen tanks down there. Yeah. I mean, but then what's to say that the fire doesn't make its way into your shelter? Exactly. You know, how <clears throat> deep are you? You know, what What do you have? Uh, and that's why you need a ham radio. <laughs> Um, you know, do you have for your air duct system, is it PVC or is it steel? You know, uh, how cheap did you go? So, yeah, lots of, lots of things to consider. It is a lot of things to consider. And it's, uh, it kind of sparked, uh, pun intended, uh, for me to think the opposite way. Um, you're going to start fires? No. Well, Another statistic that I found, and this is for Texas, and, and this is just one website. It's from the FEMA website. But it, it has uh, between 1990 and 2021, there were 199 on-duty firefighter fatalities. And to go along with that, it said in 2021, there were 112 home fires reported. And I think uh, 78 fatalities for what year was that? Uh, this was just 2021. Oh, just last year. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> in 2021, it was 112 home fire fatalities. In 2022, so far, it's been 78 fatalities. Oh, wow. For for home fires. Okay. So, I mean, it just goes to show, I mean, that yeah, that's not a, a, a huge number, but, I mean, it's not also, well, only one in... You know, however many people we have in this state, it, it's it's a growing number. It is, and it's something that can be preventable. Yeah, and even like right now, like I said earlier in the beginning, it's hot. We're we're not getting a lot of rain. Things are dry. Things are, you know, it's it's not going to take much for a fire to get started, let alone stay lit. Yeah, yeah, and if you're not cutting your yard you're just contributing to the the kindling for another fire to happen cutting your yard watering and and maybe you don't water your whole yard maybe i mean water that stuff gets expensive yeah right now it does maybe water the water the perimeter what yeah water your the um, keep the front and you know what you don't want to burn in the back keep keep it wet (laughs) yeah but uh keep it short Sure. You know, you don't want grass that's, you know, shin high. You know, kind of keep it, right. kind of keep it ankle high or, or a little lower than that if if that's what you prefer. If you like a, a 
a tight-knit yard. Yeah, but um, yeah, just some interesting interesting stuff out there. Lots of uh, lots of ways you could try to prevent it or prepare for it in the event that it does happen. You're not just caught off guard. Uh, I mean, there's lots of statistics out there. They were saying um, on that FEMA website again for 2019 for all fire casualties, there were about uh, 2.1 deaths per 1,000 fires and 6.9 injuries. Really? Yep. Mm-mm-mm. And then for residential structure fire casualties, so again, like home fires, five and a half deaths per 1,000 and 22 uh, injuries per 1,000. So, I mean, it adds up quickly. It does. It does. And it stretches uh, our resources thin. Mm-hmm. So, yep. let's see. I'm on the uh, National Intricacy Fire Center. Um, let's see. As of today... They've they've had twenty eight thousand eight hundred and seven ninety seven, excuse me, ninety seven wildfires. As of Dang. as of to today, um, in acreages burned is over two million. And this is the country. This is the country. This is a whole yeah, fifty holy states. Cow. Yeah. Uh, there's three large fires currently going on. Uh, mm. They have two of them contained, and it's burned just over 760,000 acres. That's that's crazy. Yeah, and it's it's increasing. Uh, so they give like a 10-year span, so from 2022 to 2012. Um, it's, it's increasing as far as how many fires are being burned, how much, uh, acreages are being burned and well, and if you consider about one acre is about the size of a football field, mm-hmm. uh, that's a lot of football fields. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of land. It's a lot of land. It is a lot of land. So... Mm-mm-mm. I know when uh, the wife and I were on our anniversary trip last year, we went up to Oklahoma, and we were driving, and the the uh, median in the middle of the road, someone had thrown out their cigarette, and I mean, no kidding, the median just went up in flames. And eventually, you know, okay, you see the police there, and then you see the firefighters start showing up, but I mean, it's not growing like, oh yeah, in an hour... You know, it spread an extra foot, an extra two. Like, this thing was just like, nope, we're just going to start spreading now. And just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It was like, holy cow, that didn't take any time. Wow. And there was, I'm sure the road was just covered in smoke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm -mm. But it's just, I mean, again, it it can happen so easily. Well, see, we were driving back from, uh, from the Metroplex to come back here. And there mm-hmm. was a guy who had a, uh, he was hauling something on a trailer. One of the steel links, I guess, had either come off of his truck that, that um, it's not the sway bar, but it's the sway chains. 
One yeah, of those had either chains. come unhooked or it broke. But it was underneath the trailer oh. sparking. <clears throat> yep. And I guess he didn't hear it or whatnot, but it caught the median grass on fire. So, you know, not too, too big. But by the time we had got there, because uh, I had passed him prior to, saw mm-hmm. it, tried to wave him down. And of course, it's not, it's not paying attention. So then we sure. stopped at a rest stop and did what we did. And when we came back, the on down the road, the fire had it, we hadn't been stopped for maybe five minutes. And uh, we got further down the road while the medium was on fire. And it was about a football field's length. It was not that long. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So, and there hadn't been emergency vehicles that had made it out there yet. And this was in your um, Toyota Silverado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was okay. this was last year. So ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I had the Toyota Silverado then. Yeah. So it was. It, it's just it boggles the mind on how quick this stuff can can spread. Yeah, definitely. So, and this is the time of year. You know, I mean, obviously, it's something to think about all the time, but. Now it's summertime, you know, maybe people are doing or thinking about doing like bonfires or camping, like you mentioned, fireworks, um, uh, fire pit fires or grilling or driving with trailers, hauling whatever they're hauling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not much rain, not much waterfall. It's dry. It's hot. Definitely time, if you haven't already, to start thinking about this stuff. Yeah, And just kind of prep for it. Yeah. You know, just kind of keep your eye out if you have social media um, get with the county sheriff's department that's in your area and just kind of see if they're monitoring anything or if anything's come up if uh, you had come up you had said something earlier uh, why you need a ham radio uh, if your local emergency services still run on that type of frequency maybe you can tune into it obviously don't yep. don't transmit but maybe you can tune into it and listen in i know a lot of these guys are going digital now so you, there's an app that you can listen to uh, sure for, yeah, for get, some of get these the stuff. Uh, information there as well yeah you know just know how you can get the information and then have a plan to execute your plan have a plan that you can execute and um do what you need to do to protect yourself and your family. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so, absolutely. Well, well, this hasn't been a hot topic, but it was a hot topic. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was good talking um, this topic with you, but yeah. oh, absolutely. I've, I've enjoyed it. I always enjoy it. Uh, I've got a question for you, though, a little unrelated to this. Yeah. Uh, are you a Taco Bell or Taco Bueno kind of guy? I have to go with Taco Bell. Really? I, yeah, I am not much of a Bueno Please fan. Do tell. Do tell what? I like Taco Bell more than I like Taco Bueno. <laughs> <laughs> what? Enough said. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I I like them both. Um, I there are some things that taste more real at Bueno. Okay. But I mean, you 
put it in front of me, I'll eat it. Okay, yeah. So I'm so I don't get I don't venture out when it comes to Mexican food. Uh, one because my stomach can't handle it. Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, that's true. Uh, Taco Bueno. So I usually get like the bean burritos uh, when I go to Taco Bell. And I love onions, so I throw I have them throw some extra onion in there. Oh, I know yikes. it is great. Don't hate on me, but I'm a bean burrito with no onions kind of guy. Yeah, well, yep, says a lot about you. But some um, people call me hero, but you know I don't wear a cape, so. So, in, every time I go to Bueno and I try to get a bean burrito, there it's just really dry. It's. The yeah, burritos dry. You're not wrong about that. The beans are dry. They're a little smaller too. Yeah, they are smaller. I just I feel like I I get a better deal at Taco Bell. Again, I don't venture out when it comes to Mexican food because because yeah. eventually we're gonna have to stop at a subway. That's true. We've been there, ladies and gentlemen, and you do not want to be a part of that. No, no, you don't. Uh, nor do the subway employees want to be a part of that well unfortunately they were dragged into it or they no. exposed themselves yeah to it. they they walked into that one so yeah <laughs> all right follow-up question okay <clears throat> are you loving it or are you having it your way i'm loving it okay yeah i am definitely loving it i'm not much of a uh, my way kind of a guy uh only when all i right. whisper into the uh, drive-through microphone. <laughs> so, <laughs> can you give us an example? Yeah, you know, like, you know, I, you know, we, they ask me what I want, and I'll some chicken nuggets. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Would you some chicken nuggets? Okay, I think you said chicken nuggets, and I'd like some sauce. And spread it all over my body. And they're like, come on, he's got to have it his way, you know. Some people get excited, <clears throat> yeah. And I can see that. I don't. I, see that. Um, I don't like. I don't like exposing myself like that anymore. You know, I'm. I'm a little older. That's true, and uh, and you can breathe. Oh, wait, I mean, you can still talk, so you're breathing. Yeah, sometimes, unless I'm on a trip. Sometimes. That's true. Then you're. Well, we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just eating it. Yeah. Hey, there's a slogan. I'm eating it. <laughs> That's your slogan. Yeah. As the uh, as the kids would say, it be like that sometimes. Uh, it, it it do it do be like that. So, not speaking proper yes, English. Sir. You know what it is. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Half the time I'm lost. Respect the drip. <laughs> you know. When I think of that, I think of me going into the doctor and explaining. You know, let's not get into that topic. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's save that for another time. And by another time, I mean like when I'm eternally sleeping. Okay. Yeah. Would you, oh, there's a topic. Uh, would you prefer to be buried or burned? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Or cremated, uh, I think they call it. You know. Yeah, that, I think that's the official term. Uh, I think for me personally, I would just go buried. Yeah. When I was much younger, probably, uh, I don't know, uh, grade school, 
I thought it would be cool to uh, be mummified. Yes. Yeah, at sure and would. Then, yeah, and then I went through a phase of like, oh, no, I want to be cremated. And uh, now I'm thinking buried is the way to go. Okay. All right. And why is that? But my uh, my budget says um, just lay me on top of the ground and uh, it'll work itself out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, you and we got the same budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can just Skype the service since fuel is so expensive. You are not. It's not like I'll be able to tell anyway. You are not lying. I filled up today and it was four sixty nine a gallon, <laughs> and I could not believe it. No, yeah, that uh, oh, I know it. I uh, filled up the other day at one of the cheaper gas stations in town. And uh, just under a hundred bucks <laughs> to go from uh, empty to full. Were you testing it out, or would you just like, eh, I'll fill up today? And then after you got no, done, you so just went, I shouldn't have filled up today. Normally, normally I'll throw in twenty, twenty-five bucks, and I'll call it a good day. Uh, but my thought process at the time was, okay, if I throw in twenty or twenty-five bucks today, and then I'm back here in a couple days. What if it's at five dollars a gallon or at five thirty a gallon or whatever craziness? So I figured I'll go ahead and fill up all the way while it's quote sarcastically cheap, so that I don't have to deal with it later. That was my thought process. Yeah, did your wallet pay for it. Yeah, it did. Golly. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. But uh, well, it's been uh, it's been great having you here on the show. Yeah, I really appreciate you letting me come back. Yeah, yeah, I'd invite you back, but uh, stamps are expensive. <laughs> well, you can get uh, discount stamps at uh, stamps.com, and go ahead and take really? that advertisement out because uh, we're not sponsored by them. Not sponsored. No squelch. No squelch. Speaking of, yeah. I'll just invite you via the ham radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can use other means of radio communications. We sure can. Which uh, one of our listeners, uh, they know who they are. <coughs> but uh, apparently some of our coworkers mix them up because they look like other people. Oh. <coughs> yeah, they're not all the same. They're no. Well. <laughs> But um, he he was speaking to us the other day real quickly um, about the radio conversations and, and episodes that we've had. And he was uh, pretty interested, which was neat. It was neat to get that feedback and hear that. Yeah, well, you know, I, his comment was, um, I really thought that the radio episode would suck. But I actually really quite enjoyed it, which was nice to hear. Oh, yeah. So... Shout out to said listener. He knows who he is. Shout out. And oh. <laughs> and we uh, appreciate the feedback. So that's what we that's what we encourage. Give us feedback. Yeah, please give us feedback. Positive, positive or positive. Um we take it all. We t- take all the positives. Yep. So no, but seriously, you know, engage with us. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you want us to uh, talk about, or what you want to hear our opinion on, or just share your opinion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
we won't blow up your email. We won't, you know, send you hate mail. Uh, we'll probably use your name like crazy all over the uh, show here so people know who said it. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. No, we wouldn't do that. <clears throat> no. SJ. <clears throat> yeah. SJ. But, all right, man. Well, it's been fun. It's been real. It has been fun. It sure has been real. And um, I'd say it's even been real fun. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> As always, we'd like to say thank you for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Yeah, we realized that uh, you could have been doing anything uh, way more productive, but you chose to waste your time with us. We look forward to talking about absolutely nothing with you next time. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at jtandrewshow at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash jtdrewshow.